Let's go to a little life out here. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And it's quick snaps. Oh, it's quick snaps. Quick snapage for your bigger package. I do want to clarify at this point that um, quick snapage for a big package isn't, isn't the tagline for this podcast. Packers commanders. Who cares, right? Another noon game, which is good. Before I get there, I just want to mention something. Um, Patreon.com forward slash UK Packers. You think I'm selling something? I ain't. I've got big ambitions here. So what I have is I've set a deadline for the group of a year. So we're going on a Lambo trip really, really soon. We're seeing two games. We're seeing the Titans and the Cowboys. It's the flights over from London Heathrow to Chicago. Then a coach transfer with Lamas all the way up to Green Bay. Then, uh, chilling out, eating cheese curds on Friday, free day on Saturday, um, and then on to see the game on Sunday with a tailgate with free food and free booze for as long as you want before the before the game. Um, some authentic tailgating, and then a Packers Hall of Fame tour and the tickets and the tra- the whole lot's included, right? So with Patreon.com forward slash UK Packers, what I'm hoping to do is if we get enough patrons on there, I want to give an all expenses paid trip. The Green Bay, and this is not a drill. So with Patreon, we have a couple of different tiers. Uh, just the supporter tier is a quid. The one where you get your free T-shirt is a fiver, and then the one where you get entered into a March draw every single month is a tenner. But you also get a free T-shirt. And what I'm hoping to do is that if we get enough patrons, as I said, you all go in the draw to win a trip to come over to Lambeau Field. And what I'm even thinking is is to have a big bash uh, before the time. Uh, to announce it at this big sort of Patreon party, as you will. So hopefully the winner will be there and then it'll be announced live and then shots, 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 right? So that's the dream. If you want to take part in it and you want to help, you know, us get there, well then go to patreon.com forward slash UK Packers and on the way you could win a full-sized signed Packers helmet. You can win Packers mini helmets. There's jerseys, there's signed picks, there's 16 by 20 pictures as well. Um, there's a lot to be said for it and for a tenner I think it's fantastic value particularly because you get your money back in the form of a t-shirt after three months anyway so it doesn't really cost anything but anyway that's a dream bringing some to Lambo. but let's talk about the Packers and their stinky um, in you know as of late which is unfortunate because the game against the Titans and the Cowboys and I know they could heat up and all this type of stuff interesting Dan Orlovsky um, who's really good at this analysis stuff. He put out this excellent video where he went through certain plays. So apparently Aaron Rodgers has been moaning about, oh, look, everyone's doing their job, but there's one guy who's not doing it right. And he's not talking about Royce Newman to his face, right? Mostly because he's not talking to his face. But uh, there's other people. So Dan Orlovsky picks out somebody's plays that Aaron Rodgers was talking about and says, oh, this is what A-Rod is going banging on about. Um, and it's Mercedes Lewis messes up and Maurice Newman messes up. And he does a really good highlight. And then the narrative becomes, oh, see, we're not that bad off. It's still like the one, it's one guy. Every time it's a different guy. That's a problem in itself. But what I would say, the Packers have an awful lot to answer for. Now, not to get away from the fact that this is quick snap. Um, we have to talk about the deficiencies. Like there's a bad O-line. 
where O-line has been blitzed the lowest rate in the NFL, but has given up the seventh highest pressure rate. Special teams were good. Then they stank against the Jets. A-Rod's deep ball is the worst of his career. Uh, but then you ask yourself, right, well, who's his deep threat? Who's he throwing the ball to? The only thing I've witnessed is him banging and flinging and slinging ill-advised hero balls out of desperation? Is it out of frustration? Um, is it to try draw a penalty for an on-the-spot foul? Um, who knows? But for his standards, it's gone way down. And then Jones, Aaron Jones, who hasn't had enough touches. And then we have Aaron Rodgers and then Matt LaFleur complaining about that Aaron Jones hasn't had enough touches and they're the people that can give him the touches. So then Jones is averaging almost six yards per carry, which is top five in yards per carry, but he's only averaging 12 carries a game. And that just doesn't sound right at all. And I know we say with this thunder and lightning, we have to sort of balance it out between, you know, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. But it's a bit bizarre because when the pass is short and ineffective or long and pointless, well, then they just dare you to throw the pass. We all know that this Matt LaFleur offense's success goes on pre-snap motion and also about, you know, making them respect the run and then he rips off this big pass and that's not happening now. So they're really sort of daring the Packers to do one of two things. One is pass it, you know, and if they give up a pass play, they know it's going to be short uh, because with the O-line being blitzed the lowest rate in the NFL and giving up the seventh highest pressure rate, um, the Packers only average 6.6 yards per target in the air, which is pitiful. And then if they're going to give up a pass, if they dare you to, which they stack the box and play man coverage uh, because they, they're not scared of our wide receivers, basically. Uh, well, then they know if you run the ball that they have the men stacked in the box to try and attempt to run stuff, which hasn't been easy with Aaron Jones. So your field of play becomes incredibly condensed then um, because they play man coverage, then they stack where they can. They don't. They know they don't have the blitz. Um, you know. And another key to that is Rodgers keeping the ball, or should I say not keeping the ball, because some of the decisions that he made against the Jets to throw it when he had acres of space was bizarre. Now, I think it was Matt Schneidman brought it up and said, you know, in some of these plays, do you not think you could have just kept it and ran for a couple? And he promised to do better. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Um, it's really bizarre, though, isn't it? I mean, the whole atmosphere around it is not something that, you know, brand new Packer fans are used to because it's the 13-win team and all this kind of fanfare. And Matt LaFleur has won 13 games every season he's played and he's never lost back-to-back games and that's just happened now to the two New York teams. But what I would say is that the New York teams are better than people led them on to believe. But this is where LaFleur's man management really comes into it. And I think an awful lot of LaFleur's success, and I said this before the season, you know, was leaning on Nathaniel Hackett to bring the fun because we saw Aaron Rodgers and Robert Tonyan uh, take the mickey at uh, LaFleur about, you know, he's always kind of serious and they're trying to get him around to their way of going on and he seems kind of pent up and all that kind of stuff. Now, Mark Murphy said the same, you know, when we raised it to him in London that LaFleur had kind of a, a stanky attitude when it came to London. He said, look, you know, coaches are cranky mid-season the best of times and Matt is just falling into that, which is true. But it's amazing that, you know, he doesn't have Hackett around to kind of break that ice. Um, Stenovich according to him, is spending an awful lot of time as it is in the O-line room, which is where his natural habitat is. It's very easy to win and be successful. And I don't mean winning is easy or being to be successful is easy to do. But when you do it, you don't learn a lot. 
So it's hard when you're going through tough times and you face these obstacles and people's true colours come out. And it really shows in situations like this. We saw it with the McCarthy debacle where Rogers turned on him and then that's where he got his, you know, there was stuff before that obviously with the diva, you know, mentality and people labelling him as that. But you either band together or you start pointing fingers at other people and turning on each other. And not to create drama because I really don't care, but we see some of those little fractures kind of coming out uh, with what Rogers is saying in the post-game pressers. You know, he's talking him, and, and again on the Pat McAfee show about we need to simplify stuff and maybe don't go for so much pre-snap motion and then they put that to LaFleur and then he's trying to answer back for it. LaFleur has always been famously good at taking the blame from his players. Uh, but it's very difficult when you have a you know a quarterback at the caliber of Rogers who wants to speak out and um, you know, to try to deal with his questions and trying to bat them off a little bit, especially when the team is in adversity. And to be honest, when he's to blame as well, because he talks about simplifying the offense. Um, and for a lad who, like him, has been around the block a billion times, he's obviously not talking about himself. Yet you would imagine there's nothing simpler to him particularly than going to your next read or passing in rhythm and getting the ball out quickly or keeping the ball and gaining an extra couple of yards, or maybe even a first down. Now, all of this said, we haven't even spoke about the commanders yet, but that's because the Packers have proven so far that they can sufficiently and comprehensively beat themselves this season. Uh, but turning our attentions to the commanders, they are a poor football team. They've won one of the worst televised games in a 12-7 victory over the Bears, but the Bears suck. I'll check with Daryl after the podcast. Before that, there was four straight losses to the Titans, Cowboys, Eagles and Lions. They've scored 10 points or less in three of the last six games. So 50% of their games, they can't top 10 points. But before that, they put up 27, 28 and 17, which we all know, particularly the way the Packers are kind of stumbling about the place, that is enough to beat the Packers this season. To add insult to injury with the Commanders, and we've seen them hit the headlines, and I've been talking on the radio on Sunshine 106.8 about River Ron, Ron Rivera coming out and saying, you know, he threw Carson Wentz under the bus, and then he pulls him back from under the bus just to sort of try revive him. Um, but he's out, so he's out with a fractured ring finger, which is very specific. Um, he had surgery on Monday, and the reports are that he's currently rehabbing said ring finger, which, if I'm being honest, and quite frankly, Sounds hilarious. How do you rehab a finger? A single finger. Tyler Heineke starts. Uh, we've faced him before. We've beaten him before. You know, there's all. I've, I went again, as usual. I, I immersed myself in the opposition sort of podcasts and articles. And they're all so shiningly brilliant about how Taylor Heineke has learned an extra year in this offense that he knows Ron Rivera's schemes because he's been in Washington for so long and then he was with the Panthers beforehand. Um, you know, and all of that stuff really doesn't matter. We have a good defense that needs to show up consistently. They also need to not be out on the field so much and get absolutely gassed. Taylor Heineke is, can be good. In flashes, he can be great. Uh, in other ones, he can be exactly what you'd expect from a backup quarterback who doesn't have a starting position. And to add to that, their O-line is bad, really bad. And that's why Carson Wentz, apart from his questionable decisions, has found himself on his arse a lot of the time. Uh, the only difference between Taylor Heineke is, is he's smaller than Wentz. He's more mobile. He's not afraid to run around and get drilled. 
Um, so again, the only thing that really comes out about the Washington Commanders quarterback, and look, they have some dynamite wide receivers as well, if you can find them, uh, is the fact that he's well-liked and they'll go to battle for him, which can only take you so far. So this is a game the Packers are expected to win. And if they win, they're like, of course, this team is crap. If they lose, then it's like, well, just set the place on fire. Um, they're going away, so they're the away team. You know, the seats are going to be empty in the stadium. You know, they haven't got great support. And it is a noon game, so Aaron Rodgers will be happy. So look, this it all depends on morale here with this team. Can they get the stuff figured out? It's no problem Dinkin and Duncan. You have to set up the run um, and if they want it simplified, you know, go for it. Because that's what always irks me is that when you see a backup quarterback coming in, you know, mid-game or when he's starting again, you'll always hear the analysts talking about how they're running a really simplified offense and it seems to work. So, and that's for the benefit of the quarterback, not the wide receivers who are, you can imagine, will be experienced at that point. It's kind of flipped now, you know, you have Aaron Rodgers who can do anything, can make any throw apart from the long ones, apparently. Um, so the fact that they could simplify the offense for the receivers um, is something else. So we're going to see plenty of press man coverage. We're not going to be blitzed a whole lot. So I think the success in this game will come from the O-line trying to stay disciplined, which is easier said than done, breaking up in those running lanes, feeding Aaron Jones constantly, run down that clock and just eke out this game. And there might be opportunities for Aaron Rodgers to get some uh, rushing yards himself. So keep an eye out for that. Of course, it's the UK Packers podcast. We love this team. I'm going, obviously, that the Packers are going to win this game. I don't think it's going to be crisp, clean football by any stretch of the imagination. The last couple of games weren't, uh, but they should get this win. If they don't, sound the alarm bells. Sound them, because this is a very poor team. Uh, if we win, hopefully it's a bit of a, you know, stacking a bit of morale on top of that. And also, the Packers have spoken a lot. Matt LaFleur has spoken about, you know, enjoying the game. And it's easy to understand because they're coming up against the commanders. No wonder they're talking about enjoying the game. This is also a red flag though, right? Because this is exactly what happens with the Packers. Is And they've proved it on the mat on the floor. They look at games like this and look past it. Let's hope that's not what they're doing because two quotes stood out to me this week. One is they, I think someone asked Rodgers, it could have been Schneider. Again, do you still enjoy the game? You know, do you still have that enthusiasm? And he spoke glowingly. You know, I won't go through the whole quote, but basically he bounces in to work in the morning. Um, and then they asked LaFleur various questions and his comeback was, football should be fun. You know, the morale in the building is as good as it ever has been. I severely doubt it. Um, and he says that, look, we just have to enjoy playing the game at the end of the day. So let's hope they don't have too much fun and go into this sort of usual stinky performances because we'll see off the body language of Aaron Rodgers that he won't be too happy. But let's hope that they get fun trouncing this other team and get back on track because the Vikings will stretch that lead and under LaFleur, the Packers have never lost the NFC North. And apart from just, you know, rooting for your team, I don't think we can take the Vikings whacking up another banner. So let's not let that happen, okay? Let's not go down that road. Anyway... We'll do the post-game review when it's done after getting the W. I'll be on the radio on Saturday. Tune in. And if you want the chance to have an all-expenses-paid trip to um, Lambeau Field, let's make that happen. Go to patreon.com forward slash UK Packers. And this time next year, you could be lacing up the boots and flying over with me and the gang to watch a game live. Anyway, I've been at Steady the NFL. You've been fantastic listeners. We have been at UK Packers. Go Pack Go.